0: It's one o'clock, I'm Maggie Ho. The headlines. A medical expert warns that another wave of coronavirus infections could come sooner rather than later. The debate continues over whether to name the disqualified primary school teacher deemed to have used materials on Hong Kong Independence and Mike Pence and Kamala Harris exchanged attacks in the only vice-presidential debate in the U.S. election campaigns. Sources tell RTHK that authorities expect to report 17 new coronavirus cases today and make concerns about the rising number of local infections with no known source. Mike Weeks reports.
1: Dr Leung-Chi Chu from the Medical Association says there have been 12 local untraceable cases in the past seven days, compared to just two the week before. He said this would have a knock-on effect and an acceleration in the rebound of COVID-19. He told an RTHK radio programme that such a rebound was expected following the long holiday weekend and after the government had eased a number of social distancing rules in the past few weeks. He said the government should consider specific measures for individual sites or groups where there have been outbreaks. He also said it was important to prevent the spread of coronavirus between school students after two brothers, a high school and a university student, were confirmed with COVID-19. The respiratory medicine specialist said experiences in Europe and the US showed infections between students could easily lead to mass outbreaks across families.
0: An education activist is opposing calls to name the teacher who was disqualified by the Education Bureau for preparing class materials on Hong Kong independence. Isaac Cheng from student concern group Education Breakthrough said the Bureau removed a good teacher who had received positive comments from students and parents and had been deemed not to have broken any rules by his primary school. Mr Cheng said the move was an invasion of school independence which would spread fear among teachers and reduce freedom of speech. He said calls to name and shame the teacher were a public insult.
2: This is a publicly murder the teachers' futures and their career and I strongly oppose this kind of actions. And secondly, the teacher being disqualified, actually good teachers among the students and amongst the parents. Voices. So I didn't think that this necessary way for the Education Bureau or any kind of institutions to public the names of the teachers, those names should be protected.
0: A group representing subsidized schools says the use of pro independence materials in the primary school is an isolated incident. Cheng Pong, honorary chairman of the Hong Kong-aided Primary School Heads Association, told an RTHK program that the school, the Alliance Primary in Kowloon Tong, is a private one with more flexibility over its curriculum. Mr Cheng said over 90 percent of Hong Kong's school of Hong Kong's schools are operated or subsidized by the government and must follow an established curriculum in which politics and Hong Kong independence would not be discussed at primary school level. The judiciary says starting this month, it will publish summaries of decisions by the district and magistrates' courts which may attract great public attention as it moves to enhance transparency. Vicky Wong reports. In a statement, the judiciary said the decision to upload the summaries was to enhance public understanding about the reasoning of court decisions as well as complaints against judicial conduct. In the past, only judgments by the district court and above were available online. Meanwhile, the judiciary said investigation into six complaints against former Eastern Court Magistrate Stanley Ho had been completed. Former Magistrate Mr Ho was moved to an administrative post in the High Court amid complaints by some pro-Beijing groups that he acquitted some anti-government protesters and made some scathing remarks about evidence given by some police officers. In a report released online, the Chief Magistrate noted that the Department of Justice hadn't applied to have Mr Ho's rulings reviewed. Therefore, with respect to judicial independence, it would be inappropriate for him to interfere. The Chief Justice agreed with the Chief Magistrate's conclusion. A concerned group has dismissed a suggestion by the government to involve private developers in the construction of an artificial island near Lantau for housing. This comes after the Development Secretary Michael Wong cited the example of City One, a residential project in Sha Tin built in the 1980s whose reclamation costs were paid by the private sector. But Chen Kim-ching of the Liber Research Community said past experiences have shown such a funding model could do more harm than good to the public.
3: Governors tries to persuade the general public that the cost could be shared by developers, say, for example, by privatising land development or infrastructure, like uh, the case of City One Station. But somehow there's nothing more expensive than something free. And uh, there are also... Tons of bad examples such as West Harbor Tunnel project uh, in past that actually shift the burden from the reserve
1: to the citizen.
3: So I would say that uh, it's not actually free, but that might imply that the astronomical cost could be shifted to next generation
0: or after. Pro-democracy district councillors are calling on the government to change its policy guidelines, which allow officials to walk out of council meetings when they deem a topic to be beyond its scope or when councillors chant slogans considered in breach of the national security law or the basic law. They say they will raise the issue with the Secretary for Home Affairs, Casper Trey, at an upcoming meeting. One of the councillors is Chong Kam Lun.
1: Since the commencement of the sixth term of uh, district council, all of us can see that the government often leaving the meeting room by defining a particular matters as ultra-virus. We think that the government didn't pay the respect to the district council and Hong Kong people as well. So we need to communicate with the Secretary of Home Affairs to stop that measure.
0: The historic state theatre building in North Point has been sold at auction for $4.7 billion to New World Development. The developer won approval for the sale after taking majority ownership of the building. The theater was built more than 60 years ago and is a grade one historic building, meaning every effort should be made to preserve it. The U.S. Vice President Mike Pence and his his Democratic challenger Kamala Harris have traded attacks in their only debate ahead of the elections. The candidates clashed over economy and foreign policy, health care and racial justice. Senator Harris said the Trump administration's response to the coronavirus pandemic has been the greatest failure in presidential history.
1: This administration stood on information that if you had as a parent, if you had as a worker knowing you didn't have enough money saved up, and now you're standing in a food line because of the ineptitude of an administration that was unwilling to speak the truth to the American people. So let's talk about caring about the American people. The American people have had to sacrifice far too much because of the incompetence of this administration.
0: Vice President Pence accused Senator Harris of undermining public confidence in an eventual vaccine. He also said Joe Biden's plan to tackle the pandemic was nothing new.
1: The reality is when you look at the Biden plan, it reads an awful lot, like what President Trump and I and our task force have been doing every step of the way. And quite frankly, uh, when I look at their plan that talks about advancing testing, creating new PPE, developing a vaccine, Um, It looks a little bit like plagiarism, which is something Joe Biden knows a little bit about.
0: In a new video released by the White House, President Trump says his coronavirus infection was a blessing from God. And he promised to make the treatment he received free to all Americans. For me, I walked in, I didn't feel good. A short 24 hours later, I was feeling great. I went to get out of the hospital. And that's what I want for everybody. I
1: want everybody to be given the same treatment as your president. Because I feel great. I feel, like, perfect. So I think this was a blessing from
4: God that I caught it.
0: Britain has joined France and Germany in threatening sanctions on those they believe are responsible for the poisoning of the Russian opposition activist Alexander Volney. The Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons has confirmed the opposition leader was poisoned by a military-grade nerve agent developed by Russia. Here's the BBC's James Landall.
1: The announcement came a day after the OPCW, Chemical Weapons Watchdog, confirmed that the nerve agent used on the Russian opposition leader in Siberia in August was a Soviet-era Novichok. In a joint statement, France and Germany said they would urge EU countries to impose sanctions on the individuals responsible. A Russian foreign ministry spokeswoman dismissed the threats as unacceptable and attempted blackmail.
0: The World Bank says extreme poverty around the world is likely to rise this year for the first time in two decades. The BBC's Andrew Walker Walker reports.
1: The World Bank report says that conflict and climate change were already slowing progress in reducing the number of poor people. Now, the pandemic and the global recession could push more than 1.4% of the world's population below the threshold for extreme poverty. The bank says that without swift policy action, the international goal of eliminating extreme poverty by 2030 will be beyond reach. The report calls for collective international action to ensure previous gains are not erased and says that overcoming reversals of fortune such as COVID is possible.
0: Now, a quick look at the stock market. The Hang Seng Index finished the morning session on a negative note, hit by profit taking following four days of gains, while investors brushed off a strong lead from Wall Street. At the moment, the Hang Seng Index is down 164 points at 24,082 currencies the u.s. dollars is trading at 105.97 yen the euro is standing at one u.s. dollar and 17 cents and the pound is worth 10 hong kong dollars and one cents south korean tech giant samsung electronics has projected a nearly 60 percent rise in the third quarter operating profits largely driven by strong smartphone sales boosted by u.s. sanctions against rival huawei In an earnings estimate, it expected operating profits to be one uh, rather 10.6 billion U.S. dollars for July to September. Now to sports. Here's Adam Jung.
3: Tennis world number one Novak Djokovic has reached the semifinals at the French Open, but had to work through some early struggles. He needed four sets to get past Pablo Carreno Busta. Djokovic arrived on court with tape over his neck and appeared to be in pain when he lost 6-4 in the first set. But he took the next three sets, 6-2, 6-3,
4: 6-4. Well, I, I definitely didn't feel great coming into the to the court today. Um, you know, a few things happened in the, in the warm-up and I've, I had to deal with, the, with those physical issues coming onto the court. Uh, but uh, as, as the match went on, uh, I felt better um and didn't feel as much pain so uh but you know I don't want to take away anything from his good performance especially for set and a half he was a better player dictating the play I was very neutral I you know I didn't have much of uh, of energy really happening in my legs or movement or or game itself um so it took me took me about set and a half to really get comfortable and and, and start really playing the the way I should uh, it was really anybody's game. Uh, it was so close, uh, he had his chances, I had my chances. It was a very even match even though it was uh, 3 sets to 1.
3: Djokovic will take on Stefanos Tsitsipas for a place in the men's final. The Greek star defeated Andre Rublev in straight sets. Tsitsipas says he has high hopes for himself.
4: I mean, it's a dream of course, but expect. Um, I'm expecting since a young age to... Potentially, uh, triumph for these Grand Slams, and uh, I'm happy that I'm I'm able to be in the position where I am today. It's uh, it's uh, very very satisfying. Uh, I think I can learn from the previous one, and uh, I'm chasing something spectacular.
3: In baseball, the Atlanta Braves have beaten the Miami Marlins for a second straight game to start their best-of-five National League Division Series. Ian Anderson struck out eight over five-plus innings and was helped by the Braves' bullpen in a 2-0 shutout. The Los Angeles Dodgers have also won two in a row. They held off the San Diego Padres 6-5 and are one win away from advancing. In the American League, Randy Arozarena homered for the third straight game to help the Tampa Bay Rays beat the New York Yankees 8-4. The Cuban Rocket blew the game open with a shot to deep left in the fifth. The Rays now lead the series two games to one. And in last night's football friendlies, France blasted Ukraine 7-1. Netherlands lost 1-0 to Mexico. Germany and Turkey drew 3-all and it finished goalless between Spain and Portugal. And that's your look at sports.
0: To end the news, the top stories once again. A medical expert warns that another wave of coronavirus infections could come sooner rather than later. And the debate continues over whether to name the disqualified primary school teacher deemed to have used materials on Hong Kong independence. The news from RTHK.
2: Good afternoon, and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday afternoon. It's Thursday, it's the 8th of October. And thank you to Phil for the morning brew today. We have a jam packed show for you. We're talking about our health today, and in particular, we're focusing on liver health. That's right, and we'll be chatting about it, about our liver from a Chinese medicine perspective with Clara Chan from Balanced Health. Clara is a registered uh, Chinese medicine practitioner, and she'll be chatting with us in about 10 minutes or